Well, thank God that's over with. Oh, man. Finally, we can get back to work and get back to some some sanity. It was, well, weekends. Oh, man, we don't get to come in here and do this. Oh, so we all look forward to Monday. Monday's the big day. You can join me once a month. Yeah? Yeah, you hang out with me and Bob Webster and... Martin Bomba. I wouldn't mind that at all. Just sit in and hang out. Well, I don't know what you guys do in here on the weekend, but it takes me an hour to clean the studio up on Monday mornings, I'll tell you that much. This studio is a wreck on Mondays when I come in. I don't know what they do. You don't want to know. I probably don't. And with who? I've been here on weekends. Stormy Daniels in here? No, not Stormy Daniels. No? No. Okay, but I've seen some crazy stuff, I guess, because I come in and it's a wreck. Do you wear plastic gloves then? Oh, but do clean I? Up? I He's wear got a hazmat suit. <laughs> I do, yeah. and I Lysol everything before I walk in the front door. You know, when I get in here Monday morning, Trey's just wrapping up, and it kind of looks like you know toward the end of the movie ET when they've got the house wrapped up in plastic. That's with right. those Big tubes going in. That's, That's what right. It's like, well, yeah. I'm I'm the boy in the bubble. That's what I. <laughs> Yeah, you're the boy in the bubble. I'm the boy right. in the bubble. Yeah, got, I don't know what kind of air they're pumping in your bubble. But you what? keep that to yourself. What? 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 Mister, I don't like the weekend. <laughs> they're pumping pure oxygen. That's yeah. it, straight up. And a couple of other things too. I'm quite sure. So I'm going to dive into some of the news. I do want to hear about your weekend up in uh, Austin, and I want to hear about the AI thing from 60 Minutes. And good morning to you too, Elaine, and everybody. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. That's the number. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. So, no apology, but we did get something new out of Anheuser-Busch this weekend. Would you like to hear it? Let me just describe it to you a little bit, okay? So, you got the Clydesdale horses, and it's walking from New York City all across the United States to the Grand Canyon. That's right. As you're listening to the music here, and I'll go ahead and play the whole thing for you. Uh, some of it's just going to be music, and there'll be an announcer in there. The Clydesdale is passing through Americans' heartland and going through some of the big. There's the you know the arch in St. Louis and on down the line. The Lincoln Memorial in Washington D.C. Then you got small towns and farmland America out there. You got people raising the American flag, placing their hands over their hearts while they're watching the American flag go up. And then the raising of the flag at the Lincoln Memorial. Here it is, the the commercial for Anheuser-Busch. I did take some of the music out, sorry. That's right. a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America. Found in a community where a handshake is a sure contract. Brewed for those who found opportunity in challenge and hope in tomorrow. Raised by generations willing to sip, share, risk, remember. This is a story bigger than beer this is the story of the american spirit ah it's not about beer it's about the american spirit no apology no we're sorry for dylan mulvaney by the way i have an idea about dylan mulvaney i'm going to share with you i've said this several times i'm going to say it again i think dylan mulvaney is a white house plant uh, remember, he was invited to the White House, and then right after that, he ended up on uh, What's Her Name show, 
and she ended up kneeling to him and then you know right into all these ads and all these endorsements and everything i I think he's being put out there by the administration a white house plan but anyway no apology for any of that but we did get a new uh, a new ad how old do you think that commercial is i like it's brand new yeah, they say it's brand new, but when did they film that? Over this weekend? Oh no, 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 no. That's, that's all. That's stock, all stuff. Stock footage. Yeah, that's all they had, and they just went in the studio and had a guy read it and put stock footage together to show America and how wonderful they are at Anheuser Busch and so on and so forth. Do not give up. And listen, uh, Don Jr.'s wrong on this one. Uh, Don Trump Jr. on Friday said we need to get rid of the don't don't follow through on the on the deal. Don't don't continue on with the boycott of Budweiser, Bud Light, and all that kind of stuff because you know they give to conservative causes. No, no, you continue on. You keep doing what you're doing because finally conservatives for once for once conservatives are doing what the other team does and that is hold them accountable. You hold them accountable. I don't care how much money they gave to conservative causes in the past. That doesn't get them a pass for uh, d- demoralizing and demeaning women, which is exactly what Dylan Mulvaney does. So, nah, you don't give up on the boycott. Uh, you know, drink water. It's better for you anyway. You get flavored water. You can get fake beer if you want. But this stuff is uh, is definitely off the list. And, and, and no, you know, ad of a horse walking across America with people raising the American flag are going to fix that. They, you're not stupid. You're not dumb. They think you are, and they think that this is going to heal it, but you're not. You know, Disney thinks the same thing, you know. And the fact of the matter is, no, we're not going to give up. We're going to keep pushing back, and we're going to keep holding them accountable. All right, I want to talk about um, the hell that's being raised in Chicago right now, which is pretty interesting. It just started after they announced that the Democrat convention is going to go up there so they can reveal Michelle as their candidate. But... uh, the teen takeover in Chicago that's going on. Since last Wednesday, teens have been running around Chicago. They've been burning cars. They've been breaking windows at stores and buildings. A couple of teens got themselves shot, but that's not, you know, that's nothing new for Chicago. That happens every single minute of every day uh, in Chicago. So that's not a big deal. They, they, they expect that to go on. But they're having total mayhem in Chicago right now, right? Quote, it's not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. That is the communist, I said it, communist mayor-elect Brandon Johnson, who says, you know, these teenagers are destroying property, and I don't support that, but, you know, you know... it's so racist to say that they shouldn't do that you don't want to demonize kids who come from these backgrounds where they just don't they don't have opportunities because they're black you know they don't have the opportunities everybody else has because they're black man so you don't want to give them a hard time you don't want you don't here's the thing says the mayor you don't want to hold them accountable nah i'm not upset we're we'll, we'll be fine here in chicago and then over at the White Sox game on Saturday, there's a huge ball brawl that broke out at the White Sox game, too. Almost no security around at all, and it was in Chicago at the White Sox game. But here's an interesting part of this that I want you to think about, <clears throat> and if you have a couple of thoughts, let me know, 210-599-5555. Um, the n- one. All right, it's 521 now. Trey Ware, KTSA, sunny today and around 79 for the high. 
Elon Musk, uh, let's talk a little bit about him. He's going to be on with Tucker, I think, tonight. I don't know how many nights he's going to be on, but I know it's uh, scheduled for tonight. And in cut number two here, Jimmy, he talks about how he was shocked when he bought Twitter for $44 billion. He had no idea of the tight links that the U.S. government had with Twitter and how much basically the government was running Twitter and, and the access that they had. The degree to which uh, various government agencies had effectively had full access to everything that was going on on Twitter uh, blew my mind. Um, I was not aware of that. Would that include people's DMs? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Your direct messages were being watched by government agencies. Now, that's not surprising or shocking because we've been telling you for a long time that that's what they do through Twitter, Instagram. If you're on social media of any kind, the government is monitoring everything that you say and everything that you do. And I know you're like, what do they care about me? Well, they're building a profile on, on basic people, and they put people in camps. They do ID politics. And so that's where you end up with uh, you know, the various groups fighting each other and the factions that are going on. But the fact of the matter is you don't have any privacy. None whatsoever. If you think you do, I mean, even in your text messages or whatever, you simply don't because they're watching it all. And it even blew Elon's mind how how much uh, control they had when day after day they were contacting uh, Facebook and having or, or Twitter and having Twitter take down particular posts or put up various posts to to sway the hearts and minds of people here in the United States. That's all a deep state operation. It's crazy, but he was shocked when he finally saw that. There's been a lot of talk about AI. I've done my fair uh, talk, you know, fair amount of talk and research into what uh, AI is all about. And in cut number one, he is also discussing with Tucker on his show AI and uh, the destructive force that it just might be. AI is more dangerous than, say, mismanaged uh, aircraft design or production maintenance or or, or b- bad car production, uh, in the sense that it is. It has the potential, uh, however small one may regard that probability, but it is non-trivial. It has the potential of civilizational destruction. God, that's just crazy. <laughs> Here's the smartest man that you know most of us know, whether you agree with his politics or like Steve Bannon, you believe he's owned by the communist Chinese. I don't know anything about that, but I do know that this guy is smart. You know, you don't get to where he is by being a dumbass. You you gotta you gotta have a brain, and. Um, and and he's like this is the this is the one drum he keeps beating over and over again so you saw 60 minutes last night i didn't see it what's up scott pelly did a report and he met with uh, the google ai guys who have bard and he was blown away um but they also pointed out a lot of flaws in ai right now cuz currently someone asked the ai to ask to do a story about economics and it referenced five books all all five books didn't exist did they did not exist Uh -uh. so that goes back to sort of right now you can defeat ai with lie detector test because like you've said about politicians with their face put in porn this reference of five books that don't exist so it's still flawed Scott Pelley was still blown away, jaw dropped the whole time in the 60 Minutes interview. And we're, we haven't really spoken far off of what he discovered meeting with the Google execs. So there, and it's a tool, and there's a Google AI, there's another different AI, and there's another different AI. Uh-huh. And a tool can be used to help you fix a problem 
or a tool can be used as a weapon. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to AI is going to be for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, any, any idea from any of those guys which side it's going to be used for, a tool or a weapon? Well, the medical stuff is where I see the biggest benefit, and they were uh-huh. they were talking about that, right? Um, <laughs> but it, it also it go I go back to Iron Man and Jarvis. Jarvis only uh, interacted with Iron Man when mm-hmm. Iron Man asked him a question. But there is that one time when he needed help, and Jarvis saw that he needed help. So which AI are we going to get? Uh-huh. Are we going to get the good? Uh-huh. It's yin and yang. It's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. But it was a it was a good piece. I would rewatch it if you missed it. Uh, Pelly was just floored. Well, uh, a lot of people are going to be. A lot of people are not aware of what's going on and how this thing is sneaking up on them. Uh, but and so a lot of people are going to be floored and shocked, like Scott Pelly was. And, and that's that's. I, I wish I could say I was. I'm surprised and shocked that, no, that Scott Pelly was shocked. Uh, he should know more. But he's part of that media apparatus that they're just not, they, they don't care. They're, they're, they're not trying to figure this stuff yeah, out. And I don't know when but, they shot that that piece. They might have shot it whatever. months ago and he was floored. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it's it was intriguing. And what the weird thing is the people that are just working with this AI and working with the programs, they talk so nonchalant oh, yeah, sure. mm-hmm. about, well, yeah, it has some problems, mm-hmm. but right. but it's okay it's going to be a huge huge challenge and guys like elon musk continue to tell us that and we'll i'm all i'm doing is passing on the info i do want to talk about the 21 year old who was uh you know still sitting in jail after supposedly allegedly leaking all this information i i still don't believe that he was operating by himself if he's responsible for this or at least some of it i fully believe that he had help along the way there's no way that some 21 year old in the IT division, which is the guy who fixes the computers and stuff, is going to have this kind of information. And to this extent, there's just no way. Absolutely not. He was provided that information so that he could leak that information to these other folks. And it was already, and it, this was a, a, you know, basically a CYA operation because they, the government had already leaked it to the New York Times and the Washington Post. So they had to get it out there in another channel that they could hang around somebody. And this is their this is their guy that they're hanging it around. There's no way he had access to that kind of information without help. Somebody higher up in the chain supplying him that information. We'll talk more about that when we come back. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. At Fisher Investments, our clients know we need KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Wherever you get your favorite podcast. And it's 536 now. 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. Don't believe it for one minute now. 210-599-5555. Don't believe for one minute that the rampaging you see going on in the streets of Chicago or that uh, is happening at the games and stuff like that where they're fighting each other and everything's got, you know, the nuts on the, ca- the chaos on the streets of America. Don't believe for one minute it's not planned, it's not organized, it's not put out there and advertised and encouraged because it most certainly is. Any time that these uh, these Soros nuts have gone around and caused a country to collapse so they could replace it with communism and central planning, so, you know, the gl- global governance and all that, this is how they've done it. This exact pattern has been used in countries all over the globe by these guys, and they're using it here in the United States. And so you can see. And then for the radical mayor-elect to come out and say, well, you can't, you can't blame them. I mean, you know, they just didn't have the opportunities that white people had. Yeah, okay. 
what they need is a size 13 Tony Llama in their rear is what they need from a daddy or a mama who's willing to do it. You're talking about a personal, uh, 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 you know, this is personal responsibility you're seeing here. And these folks are not taught personal responsibility at home. I don't know what your your upbringing was like, but five seconds of that, and I would have got home, and I wouldn't have made it to to the you know past the kitchen before the size thirteen Tony Lama found its place in my rear end where it would have belonged. By the way, but they're not doing that today. They're they are encouraging this. Who knows? Some of those might be parents out there running around with their teenage kids, causing that kind of hell. All right, let's talk about the twenty one year old that was arrested last week, Jack Teixeira. There is no way that Mr. Cesare, 21 years old, and by the way, he was an airman first class, the third lowest enlisted rank in the Air Force. As a cyber transport systems journeyman, he's an IT technician. Computer problem, you get a ticket, you go online, and you wait, and then you get, you know, he, he's the guy on the other end of the chat as you're trying to figure out what the computer problem is. There is no way that he had that kind of access to that kind of information the ground shattering you know earth shattering stuff that we heard about and that we learned about there's no way that he was alone in gathering that information somebody higher up the chain had to supply him at least the opportunity if not the the information itself the amount of intelligence they got what they actually got the way it was produced with the the printed pages the photographs the the published timeline and all that kind of stuff that that he had that was far far and away much more than just one person participating in this there were probably multiple people above him that were doing it and why were they doing it why did they want to release this information i think probably uh because the new york times and the washington post they had been working with them already and they had been sending out information through the the new york times and the washington post talk about folks you know leaks from the from the pentagon and it got out of, got out of hand got out of control and they had to have a scapegoat that they could blame for the for the leaking of the information and here's this 21-year-old who's devoted to God and country. And they start leaking information to him or make some sort of deal and start leaking information through him. And that even got out of hand. And now we're sitting here with all kinds of stuff that's been exposed worldwide. One of the things we found out over the weekend was that the military was aware of four Chinese spy balloons. Four of them to the point where they were naming them after world-famous criminals like Whitey Bulger and people like that. And they were all over the planet, including the United States. In fact, we had one fly over a U.S. carrier strike group, a Chinese spy balloon. And, and we're, we're led to, to believe, or at least they want us to believe in the content of the leak, that we don't understand yet the sensors of the antennas that were on the balloons. How dumb are you guys who are supposed to be protecting our country and looking out after us? You don't know what a sensor does? You don't know what an antenna does on a balloon, a spy balloon? And so um, we we had a number of them fly over us uh, since Joe Biden has become president, which isn't surprising when you consider the amount of money that the Biden family has been receiving from China. That's not a shock at all that he would allow these things to fly over our strike groups and over our nuclear sites, et cetera. And it's been going on, and it came out in the in the leaked information. Um, only 22% in a new civics poll that came out yesterday, only 22% in America say that we're headed in the right direction. And that's down six points from January. 68% 
say that the country is headed in the wrong direction. That's up six points since January. I don't see any way on God's green earth that they're going to run Joe Biden. I just don't. He is a loser from the get-go. There is, uh, with everything that he has done, and with the, the way the polling is going right now and the way he is viewed by a broad spectrum of Americans, not just conservative Republicans, but a broad stream of, of Americans look at this guy and go, we don't want him back. I mean, obviously it's going to come down to the choice. It's obviously going to come down to the who, who's ever on the other side, et cetera. But all they got to do is look at the field right now, Donald Trump included or excluded, and know that whether you're talking about DeSantis, Pompeo bowed out, by the way, over the weekend, but uh, whether you're talking about DeSantis or Nikki Haley or whoever's already announced, Ramaswamy even, that Joe Biden is no match for somebody like that on a debate stage or one-on-one or toe-to-toe. Now, Joe can win if they do what they did last time, and that's cheat with the mail-in ballots and uh, get another lock you up at your house and all that kind of stuff. But this guy is broadly disliked across America. Now, when it comes down to it, and I read a great op-ed over the weekend, when it comes down to it, uh, the difference between Republicans and Democrats is Republicans never unify to defeat their enemy. Democrats always do. Always, always, Democrats always, they they realize what team they're fighting on and who their teammates are. And they may not like their teammates, but they're going to fight shoulder to shoulder with them, whether they like them or not, because they've got a unified front that they want to defeat an enemy over. And Republicans never do that. Republicans stay divided. And if their guy doesn't win the nomination, Republicans will not coalesce behind whoever the nominee is. They'll just stay home. They won't go vote. That's been proven through research. That's not even you know, debatable. Uh, Democrats, if, if if their guy, you know, whoever that might end up being, is not the person that they were supporting in the primary, they don't care. That's the Democrat, and they're going to turn out in full force and vote for the Democrat uh, against the Republican. There's no division among them. They they get in there, and they, they work hard, uh, and that's how they can, you know, bring Joe Biden to victory against somebody, even even a Donald Trump. Even a Donald Trump. Because I'm going to tell you, uh, you guys in a Republican Party, if Donald Trump is your nominee and you don't support him, that won't be the time to stay home because you'll be electing Joe Biden or whoever the the Democrats are going to run. I guarantee it. You will be electing them. If Republicans do not coalesce behind whoever the nominee is going to be, and it's, it's best to pick it early on and have that person down and start working every single day with one goal in mind is to elect that person up against the Democrats. Republicans never do it. Republicans don't have a strong ground game. They don't have an Internet game. They don't have an army of influencers out there. Republicans don't have all that. It's not too late. You can still get all that put together and still you know, hit it strong. But the old way of doing things, man, it's just not going to cut it anymore in today's electorate. All right, back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. America's Diamond offers our five-year, 60-month... News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Our pledge hotline is 210-654-5155, 210-654-5155, That's where you can leave that voicemail of you saying the Pledge of Allegiance and listen for yourself here on KTSA. Thank you very much uh, for doing so. Ron DeSantis was out at a speech, cut five, and this was in New Hampshire. He's on the road, on the presidential road, and while he's speaking, he was disrupted. 
I don't know if you can hear what they were hollering, but they were hollering, Jews against DeSantis, Jews against DeSantis, and he handled it well. you got to have a little spice in the speech. You had the NRA gun control or NRA uh, uh, convention, and Donald Trump was speaking of gun control at the convention. It was happening in Indiana, very safe, safe state on Saturday night when this was going on. <laughs> the safest state in America was Indiana. Trump said the Biden gun control agenda is part and parcel of the left-wing crusade to weaponize government against law-abiding citizens. He's right about that. He said the left is getting or letting criminals roam free. They're all over the place. I've never seen anything like it. You're afraid to walk through one of these Democrat cities. You go out on a loaf of bread and you end up getting shot. As president, I will end the weaponization of our government. Uh, That's one of the biggest issues of our time. And they continue to do that. They continue to push the weaponization of various uh, organizations within our government against the people of the United States. That's going to be a huge thing going forward. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to take somebody like a Donald Trump who can get that done, because you're not only going to have to replace the people above the waterline that we all see, like the Pete Buttigiegs and people like that of the world, but you're going to have to replace the people under the waterline that have been in D.C. literally for decades. They're corrupt. Uh, they're they're left wing, uh, hate American type people. America is guilty of all the sins on planet Earth for, you know, as long as it's been existence. And, uh, and and they are the ones that are running the show. You don't see them. You don't know them. Their names are not known to you. And when you change political parties, they stay there. They continue to work under the waterline every single day. That's when Donald Trump talks about the swamp. That's exactly who he's talking about. And they really control the vast majority of our lives from day to day. Okay, so in Canada, they've got a city up there, and the city came up with an advertising campaign, and uh, the people of the city have been pushing back against their advertising campaign. The advertising campaign is, we're the city that rhymes with fun. Our name is Regina. (laughs) <laughs> and they say that in their ad yeah come to regina right so, oh, so they're many, having so many jokes they're having yeah. protesters show up and saying look i'm triggered by this i was a uh, i'm a survivor of sexual assault and by advertising the name of our city regina the way that you have by saying, show us your Regina. <laughs> I'm triggered by this. I'm tired of responding. <laughs> Is this a skit? Oh no. My God, it's real? It's, no, they're really running these ads. Oh it's no skit. It's Saskatchewan. <laughs> they're actually running these ads in oh Regina. Oh, my God. And the people who are upset about it says we're tired of responding to this misogyny, and especially when it comes from our own tourism department. It's time the city take action and stop this advertising campaign. I don't know that it's misogyny, and I don't know that it's triggering. I guess it could be. I don't know. I, yeah, it's you know. more poor taste. Yeah. Well, that's see, that's what, what I was, was about to say. That's the thing. Yeah. There's a difference between misogyny 
and class. Yeah. And, you know, you can be classless and be misogynistic, but you don't have to be misogynistic to be classless. You know, does that make any sense? Does that make any sense right there? So I don't see this as misogynistic so much as I do just classless. Just, just not classy at all. Poor, you know? Yeah, poor taste. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many other words you could use. <laughs> I think poor taste covers it, don't you? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Poor taste is a good one, Jimmy. Just leave it there. Leave it right there. It's all you need to know. Yeah. Come to Regina. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I think a little Did too they... much time was spent pent up in a <laughs> boardroom somewhere <laughs> and during the cold Canadian winter. Well, and but this you is know the best what? they could come up with. Think about this for a minute. It's a successful campaign, and whoever came up with it is, is going to end up making a lot of money because... Why else would you be talking about Regina, Canada, whatever, wherever it is, whatever province? I guess it is Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. All right. So why else would you wouldn't be talking about it? Would you? Would you? Not, Not really. Exactly. Not if it was named Regina. No. Well, and the that's way how they it's pronounced. That's it how it's spelled. That's how it's spelled. Oh my God. Regina. Yeah. We would say Regina. Okay, that's yeah. makes but they don't sense. say that. Oh, they God. say Regina. Oh, the French. <laughs> they're confused. They're a confused lot. Hey, our they, mind's uh, always in the gutter. Always. <laughs> well, I have no other excuse. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones who came up with Lady Marmalade. So you look great in a red shirt and a black suit, and congratulations again. Saturday night was a success picking up yeah. your award, right? Thank you. Way to go. Yeah, we had a good time. Good. Really good time. I, I saw the boss even drove up there for that. Yeah, Greg was there. You know, wow, that's that fantastic. Greg and you know, Greg's ultra supportive of everything we do, uh, good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. he just—he's always there sure. to, to, to offer support and, and his and his friendship. Good. And it was just good to spend some time with him outside of the office. Well, that's great. Yeah. And so uh, now you're getting ready for another year of being the top dog. I yeah, mean, well, we'll see. How do you top yeah, that? Yeah. Man. And and does do it again. is it worth more money? Did you get the big raise? I haven't seen anything. No, well, I, I, maybe I haven't even broached the subject. <laughs> you need a you new. Know, you we'll need a see. new agent. Coincidentally, Greg's out today. So. <laughs> That's right. But I'm here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Actually, he worked all weekend. He was in with uh, with Bob Webster and. Oh, was he really yeah, running a board in here? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. He, he's got the day off. He'll do anything. Yeah. All right. So we got more quotes from Elon Musk. We got a quote from Morgan Freeman. Wait till you hear what he says about Black History Month, if you if you care. And then a new way of billing energy costs out in California. We'll tell you more about that. So much more coming right up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Stop dealing with constant tooth pain and stop. Hey, man, welcome to Monday. It's the 17th of April, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. You can either call or you can text as we dig into some of these news stories. Anything you want to comment on this morning, that'd be awesome. Love to hear from you. Well, no apologies, of course, coming from Budweiser. Nothing being said from Anheuser-Busch about we sorry. All, the only thing they said was uh, we, we didn't mean to divide the country in the way that we have divided the country. You know what? I did some thinking about Dylan Mulvaney over the weekend. I think Dylan Mulvaney is a, is a White House plant in all of this. I really do. Remember when he was invited, uh, Joe, Joe Biden had him come up there, and they did their little interview thing, and then he went on the Drew Barrymore show, and Drew ended up uh, kneeling in front of him and crying. It's so wonderful. You you were so wonderful. you know. But you notice they, they haven't picked anybody else. They could have picked, let's just say for Budweiser or Oil of Olay or Tampax or whatever, they could have picked um, Caitlyn Jenner, already very famous. You didn't have to build the fame. You would have had already a very influential influencer 
And, but uh, but instead, they chose this person because I think this person is uh, a fake, a for, forgery, and I think this person is working for the White House. This person was uh, was put in place by the White House with these companies. Yeah, I really do believe that. I, I really do. I, I thought about it quite a while over the weekend. This is the only one they got going. This is it. The only one they got going. And uh, and whether it's Budweiser, Oil of LA, or Tampax tampons, or the all, all the multiple uh, groups that he is uh, that he's representing, and no, he is not a she. And just because he says "call me a she" doesn't mean I'm going to call him a she. Because you're not. I'm. I'm not. I. I don't deny reality. I'll. I'll call you by your name if you want to change your name. I don't care about that. But I'm not going to buy off on the lie and and say you're a she because you're not. But anyway. Um, uh, instead of you know issuing an apology or whatever, now that their uh, Bud Light brand is in the toilet, and, and in some cases, literally, guys just flushing it. Um, instead of doing that, they just put out a new ad, which is you know the Clydesdale going across America, and uh, you know think about all the great things that America is about. People raising the flag, and America is wonderful, and we are too. And at Budweiser, we're a great American beer. Blah 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 blah. Thinking that you're that dumb that you're going to fall for something like that and back off. You got the pressure. For the first time, I mean, it's crazy. This is just nuts. But for the first time, conservatives are doing what liberals always do. They're taking the battle directly to who deserves it, and that is Anheuser-Busch deserves it. And, uh, you know, Don Trump Jr. has got this deal wrong. He came out on Friday and said, stop the boycott. Don't boycott them anymore because they give money to conservative causes. I don't really care where they give money to. I, th- I think the boycott is a great thing because this is how you get their attention, and this is how you get them to stop this foolishness of promoting a lie called transgenderism. And that's what it is. It's a lie. People who are uh, doing this, if they truly believe that they are the opposite sex, they're not of sound mind, and they need to be seen by a professional counselor somewhere. Seriously. Now, some people are doing it as a game, and I think that's what this Dylan Mulvaney person is, is doing it as a game and not serious about it. I don't know. Who knows? But if you actually believe that about yourself, then you're not of sound mind. You need to seek help. And that's just a, the best way I can put it to you. I don't hate you. I'm not a scared of you. You know, I don't have phobia of you. I'm just, I, I, I choose to live in reality and <laughs> the truth. And the truth is you can't change your, your gender. And uh, no matter how hard you try, you just can't. That's the, that's the way it is. And you just might as well accept that to be happy in your life. But anyway, uh, Budweiser has done nothing to apologize. So, you know what? You got their attention. And this could be a great example case for the next group. Maybe it's CVS this time. CVS put out a new employee handbook, and the employees of CVS are supposed to kowtow to the people who claim that they're trans. And by the way, you can use any bathroom you want to in CVS, and you don't even have to claim that you're a trans person to use the the bathroom you can use the bathroom of your choice so if you're a guy right now you can go into the girl's bathroom how do you think that makes women feel about using the bathroom there at cvs so um, yeah because i mean he doesn't even have to say he's transgender he can just go in there and start using that bathroom how does it make you feel if you're there and your six-year-old eight-year-old daughter says i need to go to the bathroom yeah yeah exactly so elon musk said it right on friday Friday afternoon, when Elon said any parent or doctor who sterilizes a child before they are a consenting adult should go to prison for life. Right on, Elon. 
If you sterilize a child, you move body parts before they are a consenting adult. I don't care what you do after you're a consenting adult. You can make all the cosmetic changes you want to after you reach adulthood. Go ahead. I don't really care. I think you're crazy to alter your body that way, but hey, man, that's your gig. That's your that's your earth suit. But you don't do it to a child, and Elon is right. Put him in prison for life, even if you're a doctor. I don't care. I don't care who you are. You sterilize a child or you remove the breasts from a little girl or the penis from a little boy, and uh, they're not a consenting adult. You've made a complete life transformation for them that will affect them for the rest of their lives. You ought to go to prison for the rest of yours. That would be a good start. In fact, Washington State, I mentioned this on Friday at the end of Where and Rima. I told Sean about it as I was leaving. Washington State passed a bill that says parents just basically don't have any rights when it comes to a child who wants to transition. How smart is this? So they've got an in-house youth program up there. And the, the way this works is if kids get there, and by the way, Minnesota's doing the same thing. If kids get there, it's kind of a sanctuary city for those who want to uh, transition their bodies, right? So to house youth without parental permission is the bill. The host homes do not need to notify parents about where their kids are. This is Washington State actual legislation. So this is the state of Washington taking over the kiddos from the parents taking it from them and this has been the the ultimate goal of this whole trans movement for quite some time is we the state is going to take charge of your child and this this trans nonsense this trans lie is one way that they're doing it it's just one way but it's one way that they're taking charge of children from their parents so in washington state in minneapolis you won't have to, you know, as long as you're there, now it's it's good, and, and parents will not be told. Parents will not have any kind of, of say-so in their child being surgically altered forever. And that includes a youth seeking protected health services, which, such as gen- gender-affirming care, that could go to a two-spirit, transgender, non-binary, and other gender-diverse individuals so they continue to push the lie of transgenderism out there and uh, and elon is absolutely 100 percent right um i don't know if he's right about the blast off of his spaceship this morning scheduled for eight o'clock um i don't know he says it may not happen but we'll uh, we'll wait and see it's supposed to be the largest rocket that has ever gone off on a on a mission like this he's also been very clear won't be too long that we are going to have a moon base and then we're going to have a Mars base. And I'll bet you if he has anything to say about it, that'll happen. I got to tell you about my friends over at Shirts Funeral Home. Shirts Funeral Home, just great people. It's a blessing to know them. And I hope you'll get to know a Shirts Funeral Home uh, because it's, you know, even if you don't need their services today, it's a good idea to have your own funeral all planned out and paid for. And then your kids, your grandkids, or whoever, they don't have to mess around with that. You've already taken care of all that for them. And Church Funeral Home will help you do all those things, make the selections, make the choices, decide on this, that, and the other. 
and then you can pay for it in today's dollars instead of what inflation is doing and driving the price of everything up. Uh, your kiddos won't have to worry about that at all if you do pre-planning and pre-need. However, if you are at time right now and you need funeral planning services right now, can't do any better than Shirts Funeral Home. They'll come meet with you. They'll talk uh, the, the situation through with you and help you make those very vital and important decisions. As always, the best anywhere, Shirts Funeral Home at 210 658 AccuWeather forecast is going to be sunny today, right around 79. Cloudy again tomorrow with showers possible back in the forecast around 72. We had a beautiful weekend, didn't we? Yesterday was fantastic. 53 right now at KTSA. Good morning. We are working. It's uh, 620 now. Trey Ware, KTSA 210-599-5555. I'm going to tell you all about my lunch on Friday in just a couple seconds. i got to catch up to speed on that, all right? You need to know about this, Elaine. I'm going to tell you. It's exciting. Um... I got a couple of other stories that are kind of lighthearted I'm going to share with you here in a couple of minutes. But first, to a text I just received, more and more, we and our influencers need to keep repeating what Sarah said. She's talking about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. The choice is between normal and crazy. (laughs) That's right. When you think about all this tranny stuff, the choice is between normal and crazy. I call it the choice between the truth and the lie. And I like to talk about the truth more than I do about the lie. Thank you, Celeste. I appreciate that. You want to hear normal and crazy? You want to hear crazy? Let's go to cut number four. Pete Buttigieg, you know, doing his best to gaslight black people in America. He's sitting down with Reverend Al Sharpton, who has never been a bigger race baiter and white hater than Reverend Al Sharpton. Pete Buttigieg says... Traffic problems in America affect black people worse than they do white people. Thousand people every year. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. And we see a lot of racial disparities. Black and brown Americans, tribal citizens, and rural residents Mm. much more likely to lose their lives, whether it's in a car Mm. or as a pedestrian being hit by a car. There are a lot of reasons uh, related to discrimination, Mm. related to uh, even the ways that roads are designed and built. Who has access to uh, a safe street design that's got crosswalks? Okay, Scott, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. This, This entire administration is just full of these radicals. That's what they are. They're just radicals. But the problem is when you give radicals the levers of power, they go about changing your life and destroying destroying your life, basically. So here is the transportation secretary part-time. He really doesn't do most. Most of the time he's not really working. He's breastfeeding his child with fake nipples. And he wants you to believe that the traffic in America and the car crashes in America or because, well, the road system in America is just simply racist. Now, the first thing I thought about when I came across that soundbite and I watched this interview and the look on Al Sharpton's face was like, oh, yeah, more money. He, he sees ching-ching out of this because he can go about with his organization and raise money off of this. You know, the streets and the highways, they all, they all racist. And then, of course, Crumb can come along. And he can, you know, file a bunch of lawsuits against the highway system because it's racist. But the first thing I thought of was not all that. The first thing I thought of, do they really, are they so, is Pete Buttigieg such a racist that he really believes black and brown people are that dumb that they're going to fall for that? Because that's what that is. 
That's just out-and-out racism. They, they believe that black and brown people are so stupid that they're going to fall for this concept that, oh, yeah, the roads are racist, man. And more black and brown people die on the roads because the roads are racist. Guess we need some road reparations. To me, the way I view that is it's just completely racist um, for, for them to even think that black people and brown people, because he mentioned brown people in there, are that dumb. Because that's what it is. They think that you're that dumb. If you're black or you're brown, that you're that dumb and you're going to fall for that. And they've done it for years, by the way. They're not the first to do this. Goes back to LBJ, who said, I'll have those N words voting Democrat forever because, you know, they're going to become so dependent on what we're going to be giving them from, from the government treasury. And to think that they're that dumb, you know, I, I've, I've got this quote from, from Morgan Freeman. He's like, uh, first of all, I'm not for, I hate Black History Month, he says, because uh, you're just going to break m- my entire heritage down to one month. Are you kidding? And the other thing he hates is African-American, that word, African-American. Because he's like, what does that even mean? And that's exactly right. Either you're an American or you're not. No such thing as an African-American, Italian-American, Jewish-American, whatever. You are an American. And, uh, and Morgan Freeman is right when he says that. So the, the politics, the ID politics, it gets tiring. It gets boring. It gets stale. It gets stayed. And you think, okay, you really don't believe. And maybe they do. I, I guess maybe they do, and that's why they keep, they keep going to it. But instead of talking about the issues that Americans are really concerned about that really will affect their lives going forward and that affect their lives today, they talk about nonsense like this, thinking that they're going to be able to fool them into some sort of action on this. All right, 210-599-5555. So I'm a hamburger guy, love hamburgers. I just have to throw this in here. I I will eat them all week long. I was raised that way. I love them. That's All the right. uh, wimpy from Popeye diet. Seriously. <laughs> and and they got to be completely real beef. I'm sorry, Don, but I can't do the fake beef or any of that kind of stuff. It's right. got to be a real animal. Well, you know, to each his own. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Exactly right. right. And uh, my favorite, of course, is Frontier and Gems. Mm-hmm. Been going there literally since I was born. Frontier, Gems, right. Frontier, Gems, Frontier, Gems. But, you know, you got to break it up every once in a while. And there was a place that was in business told you about it before when i was a kid called whopper burger right Mm -hmm. and they were fantastic i mean the the meat was always delicious and everything i mean and and that's where my love of crinkle cut fries came from because they had the best Mm -hmm. crinkle cut fries i dig those yeah baby so they come to burger king comes to town and sues this local family for having a local establishment called whopper burger because bk had the whopper right so you know they finally you know they, they didn't have the money to fight Burger King, you know, just a local family. So they, I, I bet they would now. <laughs> well, yeah, Burger King's pretty much kaput, aren't yeah, they? They're, not doing they're almost that, out of business. So um, they, you know, they changed it to Burger Boy, but they still have the same fat chef with his finger in the air, you know, yeah, the, yeah, as their yeah. logo. But it was Burger Boy for years. Well, now they're expanding, and I don't know, I don't know the reason for that, but is they're growing. So they finally put one at least within a fifty mile radius of my house, right? Because yeah. I wasn't going to drive. In a, there. There's one in a 
off of uh, Pat Booker. There's right? one off yes. Pat Booker now. There's one off of 1604 and the Northwest Side and Bandera. Yeah. And you I know, think they opened one just I, I, Bitters, I believe. Yeah. There's one that way. Yeah. I think so. they're up to seven locations or yeah. something. Get out. And they got like 16 on their planning, I think. Oh, wow. good for them. Yeah. Great. So I'm, I'm good with that. Good uh, to okay. see a local company expand that way. I love it. Yeah, I absolutely I love it. And so, so Friday morning when I left here, I killed some time. I had to go to Home Depot for a couple of things. I was running around doing that kind of thing. And then I was listening to you guys. Because I got there early, they they opened at ten thirty a burger boy. I said I'm going to have a burger boy. Ooh, ten thirty, that's awesome. It's fantastic because yeah, good timing. That's like you. nine p.m. to me. Yeah, right, dinner time. That's a dinner right. time for me right there. I got to tell you, man, it was better than I remembered Whopper Burger being. Okay, better than. It was fantastic. Now this wasn't because you were extra hungry that nope. day. Nope, you had just, nothing to do with that. All right, it was just it was it's better than I remember being. Yes. Excellent. All right, then I'll I'll go try it um, again. It was delicious. Everything about it was good. I have n- no question or qualm with any part of the hamburger itself. Yeah. The um, crinkle cut fries are the real thick ones, and they're hard and stiff, man. Crispy. They're not floppy. No, we don't want floppy. Uh-uh. Fries. No floppy fries. Fries, man. Nobody likes soggy Ate fries. Hey, Dad. Come on. Mm-mm. And so it was good, man. I was, I, I'll be going back. I, I almost thought about going back yesterday. <laughs> I said, no, that's pushing my waist a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're on the fella health right now. We can't do that. Right. You don't want to overdo a good thing. Exactly right. Well, no, when it comes to that, I might. Yeah. But I have to balance it out because I kind of felt like I was cheating. <laughs> On, why, on why gyms. On gyms, yeah. <laughs> I kind of felt like I was pranking around, and, you know, Jimmy Haslocker was following me, you know, like like taking pictures of me, you know, walking in a, <laughs> yeah. walking in a burger. Yeah, I don't think Jimmy's got a GPS tracker on your car. <laughs> he might. He might have one. No. I don't know. <laughs> but it was great. I just thought I'd tell you guys. It was great. It was yeah. everything I remembered it to be, and I just I loved it. It was a, a really good experience on Friday. Excellent. Yeah, and I got to hear you guys, too. Uh, ben, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, good morning, man. Love your show. I've uh, gone for a while in some crappy state called Oklahoma. But uh, anyway, uh, well, first I wanted to say about the Burger Boy. There's yeah. another one, uh, 151 and uh, Petrenko. Okay. That's by my house. And we go there all the time. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, second comment was about, you know, the whole racist thing, how it gets overblown. Yeah. Uh, I recently, Saturday, went to a, this is how bad it is, I went to a funeral and offered my condolences to a guy, you know, I'm 46, he was probably about 40, 38 or 39, you know, a millennial or whatever. And he didn't want to shake my hand because I was a Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. And I, I told him, I said, man, you know what? Yeah. I said, you judging me for who I choose, my, which is my freedom to choose whoever I want, I said, you're worse than a racist, mm. man. And, like, he, like, it got his attention, and later on, like, he came back around and apologized and shook my hand. Well, good for you for for standing up, Ben. Thank you very much, man. And I I just received four texts within the last minute that Ben was talking with people saying, "Oh yeah, I went to Burger Boy here, I went to it there, but it's just fantastic. It's great." And some of them saying much better than Chicago owned Water Burger. I couldn't agree more. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Dependability. It's expected by our customers. Mm-hmm. Best rock guitarist of all time, hands down. Not even debatable. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Girl, you really got me 6.38 now, 5.50 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. What people don't realize is when they first started, Eddie played the drums 
and his brother played the guitar. <laughs> and they decided just on a whim, let's just switch one time, and the best decision, obviously, they ever made. Um, okay, I, I, I want to talk about Prop 8 for just a couple of seconds, because what a great job I thought Pastor John Hagee did yesterday with Matt Hagee for their congregation <clears throat> and their worldwide viewing audience, breaking down Prop A. Pastor Hagee and I talked last week about what was in Prop A and the effects that Prop A would have should it pass. I gave him some resources uh, to check into, and he took it to his congregation, which is more than 20,000 people. More than 20,000 people heard Pastor Hagee yesterday talk about Prop A and the devastating effect that it's going to have, plus all the people worldwide. I mean, you know, they have millions and millions watch Matt Hagee and John Hagee every single week. And so it was great to, to know that he was, uh, you know, put, putting it straightforward, telling it like it is, like he always has uh, for 60-plus years, telling his people what's going on and what they're about to do in San Antonio if Prop A passes. And um, it made me also think about people who are still sitting on the sidelines. And, folks, you can't sit this one out. And, I, you know, it's one of those deals where so, so many people were, were – um, talking about how i don't i don't have any influence there's nothing i can do about this but the fact of the matter is you do have influence you have a circle of influence around you you may not have twenty thousand people sitting in front of you every sunday or in the case of this radio show untold hundreds of thousands or, or, or millions worldwide that might be listening at any one time but you have a circle of influence right we all do we you know we all have a group that we run with and you tell two people and they'll tell two people and on and on it goes I'd like to see more churches start talking about this because, you know, y- y- your church is going to be on the line on this Prop A if it passes because it can be vandalized up to $2,500, and that is a site and release offense. But like I've said over and over again, there's no such thing as site and release when it comes down to it when you don't have any police available to cite these people. This is what we've seen happen in all these other cities. So for a site-and-release offense, such as stealing up to $750 worth of merchandise or services, or vandalizing property up to $2,500, there's no site-and-release that happens. There are no cops. The cops quit. So there's nobody to write the tickets. This has nothing to do with abortion. It has nothing to do with marijuana use. Take that off the table. By the way, the Express News said that they don't endorse it either. Uh, I'd sure like to see them scream louder in opposition to it, like I've been doing. I'd like to see more churches, the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church of San Antonio should come together. One of the, one of the largest organizations in San Antonio and most powerful with its people is the Catholic Church of San Antonio. And if... Um, the Archbishop were to do what John Hagee did yesterday and make a statement about Prop A and and encourage his people to be opposed to Prop A, that's a circle of influence, and he should. And so should the other churches. Well, we don't want to be politically active. It's not about being politically active. This is about what's right and what's wrong, and who is who is supposed to be the bearer of light in our communities but the church? And talking about the differences between truths and lies and right and wrong. And Prop A is just wrong. 
it endorses crime in our community. It endorses crime. So, you know, I don't like the fact that, and, and I'm, you know, uh, as a believer, I don't like the fact that churches, churches way too many times decide to sit on the sidelines and not get involved. This is the difference between, between right and wrong. And if you're a church and you're supposed to stand for what's right, then stand up and tell people what's going on here. If, if this thing passes, churches here in San Antonio will be defaced. It happens in other places all the time. They are now. Your, your congregants coming to church on Sunday morning could lose their items, you know, break-ins in the cars sitting in your parking lot at your church. And there's, you know, as long as they stay below $750, it's just a sight and release. And there's no sight and release that's done because there aren't any cops. And besides that, I believe wholly in, in preaching the word of God, absolutely, 100%. But there's also a civil component to being a church. And the civil component is you should stand for what's righteous and what's right in your community and against crime. You should stand up against crime and preach against crime and tell people that this is going to bring crime to San Antonio like you've never seen before. You think it's bad now. And another group is the San Antonio Board of Realtors. They have decided that they're going to sit this one out too, and they're not going to try to influence people to, to oppose Proposition A. Well, you're nuts. You're nuts. If that's your position, you're crazy. Can you imagine the property values that are going to go down, not up, and we, you don't have to think too long and hard about it. Just do your research and check on these other cities that have put these type of amendments in, and you end up with, with property values that suck. And you end up with a lot of retail space that sits open because once the businesses leave, no new businesses come in and take that. So commercial real estate just goes straight to hell. It really does. So if you're the San Antonio Board of Realtors, you ought to be banging this drum every single day. Every day you should be talking to people about this, wherever you can get people to listen. So it's just a challenge. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to put out there for churches, San Antonio Board of Realtors, and anybody else who cares about crime in our community Take a strong position against Prop A and let everybody that you know and that you can influence to vote against in opposition of Prop A. It's a matter of what happens to this city going forward and what kind you have a, a, an opportunity to influence what kind of city we're going to be for the long haul in San Antonio. I want to say about Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Train professionals at Quarter Moon that will clean out your AC system and get it ready for the hot weather that is just around the corner. We got a little bit of a taste of it over the weekend, right? What was it, 92 on Saturday, 93, something like that? Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC sends out an AC tech that they, they know this stuff inside and out. So they're able to get down inside your system, clean out the drain lines, you know, and do a great job if there's grass clippings in, inside the box, all those kind of things, clean the coils, all those things they can do for you at Quarter Moon to make sure you're ready for the hot summer months ahead. And by the way, on plumbing, on the plumbing side, they'll get a plum, plumber to you in a hurry if you have a leak or a problem going on with your water around your home. Quarter Moon will send out a truck that is fully stocked, master plumbers, to deal with your situation, whatever it is. One phone call does it all for AC and plumbing in San Antonio and South Texas. 
That's Quarter Moon at 210-651-5899. We are two brothers, both veterans who love our country and great out. Hotline. If you'd like to say the pledge for us, that'd be great. 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155 is the number to say that. And listen for yourself on the radio. Carl Eggers, CreatingRicherLives.com, joining us. Uh, I saw the futures on the stock market not looking bad, Carl, at all, huh? Yeah, Trey, we, uh, good morning, first of all. But uh, we got some good news and bad news going on. I think we saw last week inflation's coming down. And when I say down, meaning it's slowing down. It's still prices are going up, but the rate of it's slowing down. So we, we came in just at 5%. Of course, the Fed's looking for 2 which I don't know if they'll achieve that or not, but it's going in the right direction. That's the good news. The bad news is we saw a report last week of retail sales coming in less than expected. And so you put the two together and you say, well, that's why inflation's coming down because people aren't spending as much as they were coming out of COVID. And so the slowdown is it has Wall Street looking and saying, okay, we see retail slow, sales slowing. We have profits of, of, of companies coming out, earnings coming out this week. What's going to happen with the consumer? And the next part of this is what happens with the jobs. I mean, you know, I've been talking about it for weeks. We're seeing job layoffs and in tech primarily, but it's starting to spill out a little bit. Does that, does that spike up quickly or not? Mm-hmm. And if it does, then we know, okay, the recession is here, and, and does the stock market all of a sudden that's been holding up really well, does it start to fall or not? So that's really what everybody's watching mm. this week. When, when we hear stuff like this, this protest that's been going on, this boycott of, of Bud Light, when we hear of a company losing $6 billion in cap, what does that mean? Well, usually what, what, all, all that means, and it's, it's a little misleading, and we'll see the actual results from that, is that their stock price has fallen. So literally, they, they look at all the shares out there, they look at the current price, and they multiply it and say, okay, it was worth X billion, now it's trading for a lower amount. Does it really affect the company in the short term? It, it hasn't, but what we don't know is the actual sales, and, and I believe it is going to affect the company. And so, and again, when they report their earnings, mm-hmm. that's when you see that effect or not. The price of, of the stock going up and down is simply people buying and selling the stock. Well, now. let me ask you this then, because they're, they're calling it market cap, $6 billion in market cap. Does that mean yep. that Anheuser-Busch is worth less than $6 billion than they were when they started this nonsense? Yes. Okay. In other words, if you were going to buy the stock today, yeah. it would be cheaper today yeah. than it was back then. If you bought the whole company, it'd be $6 billion less. So is it affected it? Yes. Do we know the actual sales decline mm. right now? Right. Not yet, but the market does a good job of predicting what that will be, and it's telling you that there's <laughs> there's right. bigger issues going on. So right? if the numbers come out and sales are way down, then that could that could pull the rug out from underneath them on the on the stock market, couldn't it? Because that, oh, I mean, absolutely. basically, the stock market is based on the success of the company, and if there's not any success going on at the company, if the company's been kicked in the knees over this, then then uh, the, the you know stock price goes way down. Nobody wants to invest in a company that's losing, right? Well, yeah. Let's let's look at a company like Apple. The reason the stock price has gone up the last you know couple of decades is because they've got more sales, more profits. Uh-huh. If it was going the other direction, like bed bath and beyond mm-hmm. it would be going down so so their profits the market's adjusting for what they think is going to happen and it's certainly going in the wrong direction for them based on their quote-unquote marketing efforts there you go all right carl thank you very much man every monday at this time carl eggers is here creating com. i got a real good feel-good story man 17 year old by the name of sammy burko 
Missouri City, Texas. Sammy and his family go to one of these indoor rock climbing places. Now they had to sign all the you know the waivers and everything that you got to do. And he climbs up to the very top of the highest one. He rings the bell. And then out he goes. And when he goes out, they thought for just a minute that Sammy might just be playing around, you know, joking. But it turns out Sammy wasn't joking. He went into cardiac arrest up there and died. They lowered him down, and they came and got him and took him to the hospital, and they performed, uh, you know, life-saving resuscitation on him for, you know, over, over an hour. Long time. They kept working on him, kept working on him, kept working on him. And they finally said he's he's gone. They told his mom he's gone, and she decided she was going to sit there with her husband and spend some time just with him saying goodbye. And she said she started to talk to him and pray. Now, Sammy has been gone for well over an hour at this point, well over an hour, probably two at this point. As she was praying for him and talking to him, her husband, Sammy's dad, said, my God, he's moving. He's moving. And they screamed and went and got the the people from the hospital who came back in there and worked on him, and sure enough, Sammy came back to life. An incredible story. Now, you would think, you know, oxygen deprivation wouldn't have. Nope. He doesn't remember anything about it. He can't walk yet. He's still in a wheelchair right now. But other than short-term memory loss, no effect on his brain. A story that's almost too unbelievable to be true. But it is. Sammy Burko, a teenage boy from Missouri City, comes back to life after prayers from his mama. Real good, feel-good way to start Monday. And so is Warren Rima. That's up next here on KTSA. My name is Josephine. About nine years ago, 